and he out here to experience the weather. Yeah, we heard about all the evacuation going on, 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 Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We back from our two week hiatus or like you know, break. Uh-huh. And um, this is Mrs. Toreen, and I'm here with Nikki Love. Welcome to the The Runaways. <laughs> that was a good intro. Maybe we need to start doing this more often. <laughs> oh, no. Because my oh, intros no. be whack as shit. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyway, anyway. So, how you been? I'm cool, girl, and hot. <laughs> no, y'all, it's been so hot. Well, I think today is going to be the last hot, like, super hot day in New York City. Okay. So we're going to get a little bit of relief, Um, you know, 80 degrees. But I could be loving me some hot weather, though. So, I know you too. <laughs> look, look you I'd rather hot weather than snow any day or any jacket. Because, look, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be walking around naked all day. In the house. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with the snow as long as I ain't got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's never the case, though. I know. I know. That's never the case. You always got to go to the store, go get something, got to go to work, got to go here. That's true. Whatever. Anyway. That's true. And black people really are like our, we just, we come alive during the warmer months, during the summer. Yo, sun, your skin be glowing. Mm-hmm. My hair be popping. Yeah, yeah. Like, my curls be like, yes, it's good. Bitch. This We've been waiting for this. We've what? Been yeah, yeah. So. So, I be feeling good. And then this is like, especially when I wear it, like, natural, you know. Okay. I hate going into, like, getting a washing set and straightening it. What? Yeah, yeah. Because then two seconds later, that should be like, poof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. so, but yeah, I love the summer months. It's it's good. It's mm-hmm. good. And everybody's out. Everybody's happy. Yeah, you know, that's my true. My clothes get to breathe a little bit. Everybody got a little pep in their step. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, anyway, so are we on to the fuck shit or anything else you wanna? No, that's it. On to the fuck shit. Give? I ain't got no good news. <laughs> Okay. Well, did you listen to the Drake album? I did. I liked it. What did you think of it? I liked it. You liked it? Okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, I'm not going to say it was like, oh my God, that shit was fire. I'm like, that was cool. I like it. Really? Okay. I really enjoyed it. I liked He spent a lot of time talking about Kanye. I felt like he spent a lot of time talking about his kid. Oh, yeah. Explaining that whole situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, okay, I, I, I feel like it's a... I mean, Drake has always been vulnerable and yeah. always wore, like, his emotions on his sleeve. So it's not... Um, it's not, like, not... It, it, it's really not typical... For us not to like hear, I know that I saw that's like a double negative, <laughs> but um, like we're used to hearing him do this. 
Yeah, that's true. It's it's the same narrative, but that's it's true. a different narrative. Right. You know, because he's addressing the kid and situation like that. But I liked it. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that he had two legends. He had Jay-Z. Right. And Michael Jackson. Right, right. On there. Even though um, there was a report that was released or one of Michael Jackson's nephews was talking to TMZ and basically he was saying how he didn't approve that um, Drake used an unreleased Michael Jackson sample song. Mm, okay. You know, um, and apparently I think they state didn't clear it but I believe that the record doesn't even belong to this state it probably belongs to the record label right they don't have any control over it damn so it ain't it's it's Michael's music but it ain't really his music which is like sort of like the issue that's always going on in the record industry like even though you make a song it's technically not yours yeah that's just bothersome yeah yeah so but anyway um Overall, I felt like it was a good project. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jay-Z, Michael Jackson on it. It was good. Yeah, I, I thought it was solid. It was a solid gig. Okay, okay. And not only that, I felt like it was... It gave me the feel of an actual album versus these, like, seven... <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. ...song albums. Because, like, these other albums always left me on, like, well, damn, now I gotta pick something else for my ride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and Drake just gave enough music to, you know, if you're going on a little bit of a drive, let's pop this in. Let me just drive through. Vibe to it, yeah. 20 minute, 20 minute album ain't gonna do for most people. Shit, but 20 minute probably ain't gonna get you nowhere. You gonna be like, God damn, that was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was that. So that was Drake's whole, um, apparently he's, uh, went platinum mm-hmm. right before the release. Right, because it's singles. Right. So, I mean, kudos to him. All right. Go ahead, Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On to some more fuck shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear about Lee Daniels and... Well, first of all, I know we're on the late end of this, but on the new end of this. Okay. So, the late end of, like, basically, just to give you some background, um, and I know everybody probably knows this already, uh, Dame Dash confronted Lee Daniels about money that he owed him for a project that he um, loaned him money for. He loaned him $2 million and Lee Daniels hasn't paid him back. So that happened, I believe it was like Thursday or Wednesday of last week. So fast forward to today. Right. He, uh, Lee Daniels did an interview with like a TMZ employee. I know. I think you know who she is, Rackhouse. Mm-hmm, or Rachel, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has like a segment or a show called Rack Ranks. Okay. And she's she meets up with Lee Daniels, and he goes on to say that Monique is to blame for because all right, mm-hmm. let me let me just cut right there. Hold okay. On. Because of the whole Dame Dash situation, people were saying like, hmm, and I was one of them who was saying, hmm. Now you know what Monique is talking about. That speaks on the character of Dame of um, Lee Daniels, and um, you know maybe he still owes her money. And this is the type of person that we're dealing with. Right. So just to give you background stories, Twitter was basically like while they was dragging Lee Daniels on behalf of Dame Dash, they were doing it on behalf of Monique too. That's true. Yeah, true. So 
Okay. Fast forward mm-hmm. back to the story. So Monique, so he goes on to say that Monique is to blame for for all her career troubles. Stop blaming Tyler, Oprah, and him for shutting her out of the movie business. And in this instance, Rack, Raquel, Rachel, I think her name is. I'm not sure what her name is. Um, mm-hmm. She goes on to say, basically boosting Lee Daniels. Be like, yeah, because you gave her the crack in her career, in her being successful, and she's being disrespectful. Oh, and, um, you know, she should give you props because you're the one who helped her out. So Lee Daniels chimes in and he goes, yeah, you know, I worked hard for her in that role. People are confusing the Dame Dash situation with the Monique situation. She was paid what, you know, what she agreed to. She got a Golden Globe, an Academy Award, mm-hmm. and um, she gave me her all. I gave her my all. It was like having sex without actually having sex or okay. being romantically in love without the sex. Something to just he said like that. Okay. And he goes, in the end, basically, Monique needs to shut up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, thinking about this, like, I want you to keep that same energy that you got for Monique mm-hmm. towards Dame Dash, homie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Nobody, I don't think people were saying that, yo, you owe Monique more money. Right. Some people were saying that, but it also shows to your character. Yeah. Yo, it's mad years since you filmed this and got money or the, the project went flop. Yeah. You owed homie money and you decide you've been ducking him for a minute. Right. So you Which just, speaks right. It's, so it's poor. Now character. it looks like yeah. now everyone's looking at you like, oh maybe Monique wasn't as crazy as she Right. You know. As people kept saying about her, like Right. Yeah. I'm kind of sort of in my feelings about the way this Raquel girl or Raquel um Rachel Mm-hmm. was coming or defending Lee Daniels. And I get it. She's the host. She got to sit down and massage people's feet a little bit to make them feel better so they could talk or want to come back. I guess. <laughs> but yet still, I'm still feeling like, girl, like, really? Just don't say nothing at all. You don't know right. what the Just happen. let him talk. Yeah. Don't Just let on. him talk and let him say what he got to say. Like, you don't need to massage him and be like, yeah, because she was being disrespectful and she should give you more props. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she. I don't. First of all, I don't think that's. I don't think it's a good approach if this is your show, right? Like you're, you're saying you're like co-sign. Like I guess it depends on the kind of show that she has. If she's the type, if she has the type of show where she's like really opinionated on situations. Then, I guess whatever, whatever. But I hope she feels that way genuinely, and she's not gonna change up later. Cause, like. Be consistent. <laughs> and it's kind of right. hard to defend Lee Daniels. I'm sorry. Right, but that's what shit. everyone's saying. Like, now it's kind of hard to to defend him. I mean, nobody was saying in on Twitter, like, oh, you know, now that you did this to Dave Jash, like, come back and revisit that situation with, with Monique. Or maybe Monique should sue you. Or y'all blah, 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 blah. And nobody was saying that. Mm. Everybody was saying, like, hmm. This actually looks like maybe Monique was right. We should question your um your character. Yeah, hell yeah. He's full of shit. He has no integrity. Yeah, yeah no. He's he definitely is full of shit. And that's why he deserved the big ass roasting mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah. 
she's been getting a whole bunch of threats now because of her a speech that she gave recently where um, she wasn't really telling people to attack the Trump. She wasn't telling people to attack Trump at all. She didn't. Right. She was just saying like, yo, we need to protest. We need to stand in their faces. The people who are trying to do fuck shit and continue these detention halls and you know, right. basically talking out against it. So now apparently she's getting all these death threats now. People are threatening her and she had to cancel like a, um, an appearance today in California. So um, let me tell you something. If y'all even touch one hair or breathe yeah. on Maxine Waters, we is coming out. Yeah. Well, I am. I'm not speaking for everybody. I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, y'all, let me tell y'all how <laughs> even my white ass boss said, like, how can they even ask her to, like, not say something about this whole situation and tell her that she shouldn't say such and such about, I think she said something about, like, um, keep the same energy and, like, when, like, his administration comes in, like, the whole restaurant you thing. them, too. Right, mm-hmm. like, just, like, um, you know, you don't have to service them or some shit like that, whatever. Right. And he was like, how are you going to tell this black woman? And that's what he said. He's like, how are you going to tell this black woman about being, like, pushed out of a restaurant and what she can't say about that? Like, considering the history, you, you, you asking a lot. You know what I mean? Like, and considering how much Trump and his people say or defend, like, get the fuck out of here. And when it comes to black people, it's like, we got to have some fucking moral code that nobody else has. Fuck you. Right. When you, and when, what's when annoying they go low, they go the, higher. Fuck that. The, the fuck thing also you? that's annoying is that the Dem- De- Democratic Party is not even standing behind her. They're like, oh, no, no, we don't agree with that. Nah, she on her own on a limb with that one. Yeah, like, well. Really? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have that same energy towards the the Trump administration. No, they don't. So what the fuck? They, they don't know. So now they're sending death threat threats. So I'm just putting out a PSA right now. If y'all even touch one hair, breathe on Miss Maxine Waters, we gonna have it out. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um... It really shows, I mean, we already knew what it was. <laughs> we already knew what it was in terms of these Democrats. Right. Um, like the Pelosi's and the Schumer's, these white liberals. Like, shut up. Because if the shit was affecting y'all, y'all have a different kind of energy, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But they, they'll, 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 they'll speak up to a certain point, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um... Just want to wish like good energy surrounding Maxine and protection and all that stuff or whatever. But yeah, and it's like miss me with the bullshit. They threatening her now as if they weren't threatening her before. Oh no, she was getting death threats before. But they saying like, oh she's because she said this now that we 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 need to no. go after her. Like no, y'all was doing that before. Before exactly. 
So, but you know what I do find irritating? The fact that she has spoken about this. I've seen, you know, the comment section on the blogs and nobody's even saying anything. Like our own community is not even saying like, hey, yo, if you touch that lady, it's going to be on and popping. Everybody's mute. But let it be some fuck shit. You be seeing like a thousand comments, people ready to jump the gun, people trying to hop on Twitter like, yo, we need to keep that same energy also when it comes to shit like this. And let's just let them know like, yo, don't fuck with her. Right. Don't fuck with her. Right. Simple as that. Yeah. You know, we need to keep that same energy whenever it's something serious too, not always with the fuck shit. And I don't want to... right. Be Mr. You know Bill Cosby pointing fingers and shit, like <laughs> raise your pants and da 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 or Jay Z talking about like you know X and Zimmerman like I don't want to be that person but like yo there's a time to be serious sometimes right especially if she's if she's saying like yo if y'all shoot at me make sure you point it straight and get me like that that was kind of like disturbing to me because I'm like I don't want to hear you say that well listen here she's like Maxine she she got where she got and she is who she is because she ain't gonna hold back she like fuck you motherfuckers I'm gonna say what the fuck I gotta say so can't help but to respect it right like she she ain't gonna stop doing that because somebody gonna threaten her fuck you right but yeah. still, I'm like, girl, don't, don't <laughs> enable these, these white supremacists over here. Don't enable them. They gonna do it. They gonna do what they want to do anyway. They are. They are. So that's all for hot topics. I'm sorry, guys. It's been like a slow week, yeah. especially since we're recording every two weeks. So you know, yeah, it's been one of those downhill weeks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's probably other fuck shit we could have been talking about, but was I interested in talking about it? No, nope. not really. <laughs> and watch tomorrow, some shit gonna happen that we need to talk about. It's gonna be like, right. damn, son. Well, power started. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to watch this episode, Neither so any of y'all motherfuckers sitting here talking about it, I'm gonna be tight. Yeah, I um, I didn't get a chance to watch it either, but I know, all I know is some shit with Tariq, so that's... <laughs> but that's like... All every every time, I'd <laughs> be like, "What? What this dumb motherfucker did?" Right? So what he did again? Yeah. So man, hopefully by next next episode we'll be all caught up on on the show because I know I'm not either. Um, yeah, gotta catch it up um, this weekend. Well, maybe by July fourth because I, I Lord knows. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I'm right. Free to catch up, and when yeah. I I'll, I'll probably sit down and text you, be like, "What him do?" Right. <laughs> do oh lord oh gosh oh i have one thing to say that i'm still like i'm in my feelings a little bit about (sighs) tiana's revised album still hasn't dropped oh it's still i feel so bad like i feel so bad for her like they really playing her like for real you got people on twitter like so girl is it out yet she's like uh I saw a text by from her. I think I tagged you like, yo, it's definitely. And this is like Sunday, like as in July first. She was like, it's definitely gonna be out by July first, by Sunday, by Sunday, by Sunday. If not Saturday, even, but if not Saturday, then Sunday. And I'm like, okay, girl, 
I believe when I see right, it. She don't know. She don't know when the fuck is gonna happen. She don't have wait, any control. So, wait, to give some context. Now I feel like I sound like DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. But so apparently Tiana Taylor, her album, y'all know the whole hiatus what happened with her whole album release. It was right. supposed to release uh was it last week? Last week, Friday? Yes. Last week Friday. Well, not last week that just passed, but the week before that. Right. Uh, it was supposed to release on Friday. It didn't come out. It ended up coming out sometime Saturday, yeah. like, 10 o'clock or something like that. So, whatever. That happens. Apparently, that wasn't the, the, the album that she wanted to release. And she was going to have a re-release with right. more tracks on it this Saturday that passed. Right. And it I happened. got up. I checked Saturday morning. It wasn't up. I was like, well, oh, well, continue on with the day. Yeah. And I did not check back again. People going to lose interest after a while. They're not going to check. Yo, you already competing with Drake. Like, yeah, for what? Yeah, yeah. She, as soon as she can get the fuck out of that contract with good music, she needs to get out. She needs to get out. Could you imagine? Girl, could you I imagine that was your shit? would have worked, though. Huh? I thought the re-release would have worked had she been on time with that. You can't be not on time the first time and then not not be on time the second time. Girl, it was... Because I be looking at you like, too late, Mrs. Girl, girl you about she, to get written up. She don't even sound like... She didn't even knows what's going on. She don't sound like... It sound like a push at this situation. She don't have no control over shit. That's crazy. Like, what the fuck? Y'all got to tell me something. I'm going to sit in this motherfucking waiting office. Somebody going to tell me some shit. Where the fuck is my album? And where's the tracks I proved? Right. We ain't no. We ain't going to do no passive shit. Where the fuck is my album? Like, <sighs> ooh, I, I would feel so disrespected. Yeah. Well, That's girl, it is what it is. You know what I probably would have did? I probably would have went ahead and like just release the stuff yeah i don't know if she would get credit for it but i don't know if there's something in her contract that would prevent her from being right okay i don't know or do a video for it yeah she's gotta yeah it's gotta be something Mm. do a video release it on youtube get them youtube clicks yeah anywho um so I think it was several weeks ago it came out that um and we mentioned this on the podcast but um there were articles on like there was an announcement about you know we up until now millennials have been told nah, social security don't really ain't really much left and like you ain't gonna make it that far or whatever but then there came an article out that said that it's going to run the funding earlier than what we've been told and so, so wait what so it's apparently the Social Security expected to to uh, to end well to run out of funding by twenty thirty four, and Medicare by twenty twenty six, right? Oh yeah, I thought I mentioned this to you. So I'm like, yo, I mean, we've been told this, and you know, millennials. Get- 
all these situations that have happened over the years as we have come of age into our true adulthood, we get disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. So it's like not something that we're like surprised about or whatever. But, um, you know, it, it made me think like we really as millennials need to really, really rethink how we think about our retirement how we want to retire you know baby boomers you know the main comments the generations that people gonna be able to retire we ain't gonna be able to retire right so i mean the generations that people actually talk about that actually people care about is baby boomers and millennials right baby boomers are good if they can retire they retiring around or right around now or they've already retired they just got out lucky as fuck right our asses ain't no chance so there's actually um there's been plenty of studies on retirement and millennials and all like that. Um, and they say that um, 66% of millennials between 21 and 32 have nothing saved for retirement, not one penny. That includes a 401k, an IRA, everything. And then, you know, like, they've done interviews and stuff like that. And people are like, yo, I got bills to pay. I ain't making that much. I don't qualify under my current employment, whatever. Just, like, all types of situation. You know, and, and a lot of it, maybe um, millennials graduate with high student loan debt, right? Not making enough money to pay, make those payments and... Um, Shit, and if you if you didn't lock in your interest rate for student loans, then really it gets even worse, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so generally, the characteristics that are associated with millennials and and their their finances are um, again they tend to have high student loan debt. Forty six percent carry a high interest rate on their credit card debt. Like we just have so much shit. Like just financially, a lot of shit stacked up against and then so to hear this whole social security thing it's like okay we knew it was coming but it was like damn like we could really see a date in the near future you know right um and i think that in my personal opinion i think that we our generation needs to rethink what we see as retirement because back in the day people those days of working at one job and staying there and collecting your pension and retiring and living easy those days are way way gone right Right, they're non-existing. Right. We know we have to, over our lifetime, we're going to work plenty of different jobs, different employers or whatever. Um, So we need to think about what exactly this looks like for us and what we would want our retirement to to look like and how are we going to prepare for that, considering even if we have shit stacked up against us, the world don't give a fuck if they're stacked up against you. Because once you get to that point, you're still going to be on your own. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So maybe we need to think outside the box of exactly what that means. When do you want to retire? How you want to retire? How are you going to take care of yourself? And even if you like put money in, you're like, oh, I've been saving up for retirement. I've been putting, by the time I retire, I'm going to have like 150K in the bed and, and, and saved up. What the fuck does that mean? Is that supposed to do something? That's not a lot of money for retirement, depending on what you have as expenses. So just for saving up for retirement, I don't think that that doesn't cut it anymore. Like 
you have to really think about multiple and and we saw with the the what the great recession or whatever in early um uh in 2007 to 2008 I'm sorry with the recession motherfuckers lost money out of retirement yo what if when we talk about this shit all the time as like preppers and survivalists like what if there's an economic collapse how much money do you think is going to be left in your retirement if the whole shit falls you ain't right. gonna have shit. And if that's the only bucket you've been putting money into or investment investing into, you're fucked. And we talk about this all the time. Never put all your eggs in one basket when it comes to like preparing. Everything. Right. So, you know, I wanted to ask you, Tori, like, how do you have you thought about this and how do you see yourself, like, what does your retirement look for, look like for you? And what do you think you need to do in order to get there? Girl, my retirement is looking like a lot of these Americans. <laughs> Zip, zero, nil. Broke ass fuck. <sighs> yeah. So, um, I just finished playing my loan, student loan, this past December. Kudos to you. That's huge. Right. Okay. So that's one bill out of my head. Okay. I have two credit cards that I need to pay off. Okay. Which I've been working on that. Um, one, I ended up paying off and then I racked it up again because, as you know, I'm also taking classes also. Right. Right. So that came from that. Um but I don't think I, like, with my company, I have volunteer, voluntary um, life insurance. Okay. Which is not the same, but they definitely, um, it's an amount that they take out of my check voluntarily to put in there. Right. Okay. So I can definitely tap into that. And now I've been invested in the company. Right. So I have that. And then I have my business, which... Um, I'm hoping that that will become more lucrative than what it's been now. Okay. And then hopefully I'll be starting real estate soon. So okay. 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 I'm still working on getting all that stuff, but hopefully, like, I would be done with that and starting to make money. I can't really tell how my retirement's going to look, but I know I'm going to be working forever. Shit. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be like that. No. Mm-mm. I know I'm going to be working forever. The question is, am I going to be working forever for, for someone else or am I going to be already mm. working for myself? Well, that's different. I think that's different. Yeah, no, that is different because, I mean, for some people, they want to work forever for themselves. Like, they don't want to retire. They don't see themselves retiring. They see themselves doing what they want to do. Right. And I think that's a... I can see that being a large part of our generation because we are similar in a way to baby boomers in that they like to push on, you know? Like, they, they're still going to have activities and shit they want to do besides playing golf and retire. We still want right. to run our businesses. We still want, we're going to still want to do that shit. And right. um, that's not a bad thing. I think that, no, girl, we got to have a talk. We got to have a talk. I know. I know. But, like, right now, I don't see, I don't see my retirement, like, racking up right now. Okay. I see, I see myself spending more than I do earning. 
So, do have you met with like a financial advisor or someone that can give you advice on how you can get out of that? Yeah. Okay. I did. There's one financial advisor who's been trying to get me to get started with him. You know, um, but I also have like stocks, so he's telling me like, okay. you know, he's gonna get me with mutual funds. I just haven't had the time or the money to actually invest in, in that. But I do like the stocks and trades by myself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's as much as I got. (laughs) Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be like that. You know what I mean? You can figure out, especially since you're going into real estate, honestly, that's going to make all the difference in the world, I feel like, because you'll be able to have more control over that asset for yourself. You know what I mean? Whatever investments you make into real estate, like that, that will be helpful, you know? And, um, I know for me, it's like, I've been thinking about like, how exactly am I going to make this shit happen? Um, I think I, I don't want to rely, I have a 401, well, it's a 403B because I work for a nonprofit, but I have that, but I don't want to rely on that. And I'm going to be honest, I don't want to put a whole bunch of money in there at all. I really don't. I don't trust it, you know. I'd rather put investments into myself. <laughs> um, and and in, in that regard, I see that being really real estate. Like, for me, I feel like that's the way you kind of... Um, I know there's different ways that people will save up money and be investors and stuff like that. There's so many ways to find a way to make, make yourself self-sufficient and be able to retire comfortably and all like that. But for me, I think it'll be real estate. And I'm thinking, like, you know, I want to at some point buy my own land and have my own home or whatever. And I'm thinking that... Um, I'm not super, I'm not stressing too much about it, but I do stress about it because I'm like, I need to establish where I want to be because right now I'm thinking I want to invest in real estate that's going to be exactly where I want to retire. Okay. So I know it will take me a long time to like build it up, but it will be a really slow plot process so that right. I can work towards it. So if I, I do it now, let's say I get a piece of property and then I build it up. Um, shit, I would love to build my own home, girl. I really would. Okay. I don't know how to do that shit at all. all right. But if I could do that, you save a lot of money um, and get exactly what I want. It'll just take me longer than most folks. Right, right. Which I, people have done. You know, mm-hmm. that some people who have dedicated 10 15 years to to create their retirement home and so once they're they're done by the time they retire they've minimized how much cost they put out they don't have a mortgage and they have money saved up right it's possible it's just it's just getting creative with how you do it and a lot of the shit you got to do yourself because once you start paying motherfuckers that's when it starts racking up, you know? And I look at, like, the the cost for, like, some of these homes and, like, land and property, especially in New York. I'm like, yo, this is some crazy shit. This doesn't make you feel like, oh, what's the point? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but, again, there is a way. 
It's just thinking outside the box. So, um, I'm going to try to find a piece of land at some point, buy it, and slowly figure out how to build a home. (laughs) And try to get some help along the way um, and do that. And if I end up saying, by the time I retire, that home is not where I want to retire, it doesn't matter. I have something to sell. That's an investment that I can sell. If the economy completely collapsed and shit, we have a long-term disaster, guess what? I have somewhere to live. You know what I mean? Trying to minimize, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with a mortgage. I just try to minimize how much, if I either don't want a mortgage at all or I don't want a big mortgage. Okay. You know? Um, I was watching one show the other day, and this couple... They bought a farm or whatever. They started this vineyard or whatever. It would look great or whatever. They were building this house. And at some point, they were struggling. The, the guy was trying to do the, 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 the electric and all that. And it, the, co- the cost to buy the land and the vineyard and all that other shit, $1.2 million. Wow. I was like, y'all don't even have the business off the ground yet. Y'all got money like that? Yeah. Like, I think that... It's another thing also that we also have to get our minds outside of the whole consumerism thing. That's how they get us fucked. Like, that's how they get us trapped. Because we start feeling like we need to to keep up and we don't need to keep up with shit. That's so true. And it's so hard to fight that shit. Like, you have to, like, continuously remind yourself, all right, it don't have to look like this. It don't have to be like this for it to be like me to get where I want. Where you get... It could look very differently, you know? Um, maybe retirement look looks like you don't have real estate, but you have saved up enough money where you just travel the world. There are people who do that. They retire by like I mean, retire. I've seen a couple they retire by like they were like 40 something and all they decided what they want to do is they just want to retire and travel. That's it. Which is fine, but they figured out a way to do that. So I feel like it's gonna be different for everybody, but I definitely feel like we need to think outside the box and not put all our you know, money in, like, the whole traditional way of retiring because I feel like that's not going to be an option for most of us. There are going to be millennials that will never be able to retire, and then those who do, studies say that millennials will have to wait till they're, like, 70 years old to retire. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I definitely believe that. Yeah. And the way, and see, here's the thing, though. The problem is also, like, we put up money um, away, and then we look back, we have this money, that money now, today, will never be what it's worth in, like, another 30 years. Absolutely. Because there's inflation or whatever, and, like, like salaries are not increasing at the same rate as, like, expensive, expenses, right? Like, are real estate. Are people saving through banks, like, savings? I mean, people still do that. Um, people still do that, you know, whether it be for short-term or long-term savings um, and CDs and things of that nature. But, again, I think it's big, it goes down to, like, diversifying your portfolio. Mm-hmm. That shit is huge. And, like, I'm a true believer in investing in yourself, whatever that may look like. So, right. um, for me, investing in myself is... In a a large part is a lot about prepping. <laughs> Very true. So um, you know, 
Um, so I've been listening to a few podcasts about this or whatever. Um, one is called, if you're interested in, I actually like this podcast. Each episode is like no more than five minutes each. They give like a, a little tip and bounce. One, they're both, um, one guy, he has like managed to save up like a million dollars or something like that. And this other dude, he's, um, married and he's no longer working paycheck to paycheck. He was, but he's not, he hasn't saved up as much as the other guy, but he's working towards that. So okay. it's called millennial, um, millennium money minutes. Okay. Um, so you can actually find that, um, I've been listening to it on iTunes podcast millennial money minute sorry um so check that out um there's also millennial money and what i like about these shows is it really does target us right like i um take in consideration how much time there is left for us in terms of retirement um and again retirement may be 60 something for you for some people it may be like, nah, I want to retire by the time I'm 40. Fine. What you going to do to get there? This is You're just going to have to make a lot of more sacrifices to get to retire at 40 because that shit is right. not easy. Right. But decide now and then start the plan now because the one thing that we have on our side is time, you know? You mean um, the one we don't have on our side is time. We have... Time goes by so quickly. It does go by really, really, really quickly. But... In the grand scheme of things, millennials, we got a little bit more time. We're we're doing okay. There's some people don't they don't they don't start saving towards retirement till like fifty. Well, you know what's interesting because I watched Jim Cramer. He says anyone in their thirties don't have well shit. I'm giving ages away, but mm-hmm. anyone in their thirties um, or early thirties are late in the game already because usually. Um, people start saving from their like 1820s but I think that's the luxury of like being privileged and white people because they make sure that their kids are a little bit more secure than minority parents do and I'm not saying that minority parents don't set us up they try their best to but however like um, white parents do think about their kids investments prior to like even turning teen years like you know I I've seen parents who open up like a mutual fund or a a trust fund Mm -hmm. where they can only open it until they turn a certain age. So that money is already sitting in the bank for them. So they're already like way, way, way steps ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And they can retire at the age of 30 or whatever the case may be because this was set up for them. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I was just saying like, you know, I think it's the difference. Yeah. And that's something that we need to consider and all <laughs> and what we have for us. You know what I mean? Right. Like how can if we don't have that, then how can we get there? Right. You know? Um I think there is a way. When you when you want to set aside a goal and get to it, you can get to it. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of what is it gonna take to get there? So mm-hmm. I, I believe in us. I think we pretty creative generation. I think we can do it. You know? Um so, anywho, um, lastly, just a few like, it's like one. Well, really one prepping, um, prepping advice. Um, in the event that there's like a long term disaster or something like that, like an economic collapse or something like that, 
let's say you live in a house or even if you live in an apartment or whatever, but mostly if you live in a house, um, I think it's good to have like some basic tools to like keep things up. Because people don't be thinking, like, if there's a long-term collapse situation, let's say you have your, like, place to go to that's, like, you're away from people, whatever, and you have this home or whatever. It reminds me of the show, um, not the show, the movie In the Into the Forest. Remember I told you about that? Did you get a chance to watch it? No. Oh, okay. You said it's on YouTube or Netflix? Um, I think it's on Netflix. Into the Forest. Okay. Oh, no, Amazon. Amazon. Um, into the forest, and during the movie, I don't want to give it away. That, but they need to make repairs, right? Okay. And motherfuckers didn't have anything, right? So they kind of had to figure things out. And so I think that it's important. Like, let's say, like it's it's been a couple months since it's been like maybe a grid down or something. You've had all this food stashed away, and it's great, and you you're good, or whatever it's been. But there's a leak in the in the ceiling. What the fuck you gonna do that? Like that's huge. A leak can turn into a big like fucking hole. And before you know it, especially if it's like um, bad weather, you know, if it's somewhere that snows a lot, or if there's like a fucking hurricane, like that weakens the structure of your house, and that house is protecting you from outsiders. You need a way of being able to keep that going. So just having basic tools like nails and screws and like hammers and screwdrivers. And I'm a big advocate for having tarp. I think we've talked about that on a a prior episode. A tarp, like those big plastic shits. Those shits come in handy for so many things. And one of them is like, shit, if you got a leak on on the roof, but you don't know how to fix it just yet, put the motherfucking tarp. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, as a way to keep the water out, you know? Um, cause then you know we- what I think is a good ceiling? You ever seen that infomercial with that thing? It's called Black Tar. Look at yes! this. I just took a, a, a screen door and I made it into a boat. There's no water coming in. Yes! I think that would be a good idea to have, like, for prepping purposes. That would be a good it idea It seems like it's multi-purpose, like, yeah. multi-functional. Just to have it. Shit. Yeah. It's going to come in handy at some point, whether it's right. a disaster or not. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I just thought about that with the leak. Yeah. No, that's no, that's good. Though That would definitely come in handy. Like, basic shit like wood glue or some shit like, you know, just basic right, shit right. that you can fix. Um, so, or if you have a car, let's say it's not like an EMP type of situation, but cars are still working. It's just like a shitty society at some point and there's not much gas, but you still got the car. Basic car repair. If you have a car, like right. oil change, do you have the tools to do that? Do you have left like a stash of like, um, materials in order to do that stuff to keep the car going? Um, right. nobody say you have to become a car mechanic. Just saying, like, just yeah. basic shit to help, um, keep things going. Um, just think about the things that you need around your home that might break or that have broken. And you're like, oh, I need to fix that. I don't know how to do that. Do I even have the tools to do that? Right. Think about that stuff. Not just the food and the ammo and the this and the, all the sexy stuff. 
Think about the not so sexy stuff, <laughs> like a hammer. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. Um, anything else you want to add, Tori? Um, I think that everyone should start enrolling into like this thing called instructor course. Okay. And um, what instructor course is is like it teaches you like little nifty courses on like do it yourself, like um. You know, in case if there's a power outage, how can you mm. use regular batteries to make a small light or produce a small electricity with ACDC or, um, you know, double double A batteries, you okay. know? And it, it's like cool little stuff like that. It's small YouTube courses. Oh, okay. So it's on YouTube. No, it isn't on YouTube. What it is is like they'll have like different do-it-yourself type of scenarios and some of them will have like a YouTube link some of them will have like you know pictures to show you how to do this and how to do that so it's a website and then it has like links to the to the YouTube videos or something it's a website and they what they do is they email you okay oh that's pretty cool okay um so so I think just familiarizing yourself with different techniques and instructions you know what I mean so you like in case shit hits the fan you can always say oh you know what i learned how to do so and so and so it would be a great idea for me to do this you know like if shit hit the fan and you needed to make soap this is how i make soap right you know and also i think would be good if you get stuff like that and email you and like uh not just the videos but the 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 uh, and instructions like printed out instructions I think it's good to print that stuff out or write it down because yeah. you're not going to remember every single thing you learn but right. if you print it out and put it in a book like oh this is my go to for emergencies you'll have it once it's printed right. out because if shit gets bad and you don't have access to the internet you can't pull it up on YouTube or exactly so just something to think about yeah. alright guys it's hot as hell. <laughs> and late. So we're going we're gonna to wrap this bad boy up. All right, guys. So just a rem- reminder that we air every other uh, week for the summer. So um, the next time we air, it will be the week of July 15th. Um, so keep an eye out for that. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.